0: The Spanish Announce
1: Table. It is episode 385 of the Spanish Announce Table. You may notice that Tom is not with me here as I'm speaking to you now, and he's not going to be with you. We have let Tom go. No, I'm just kidding. Tom is out doing grown man things, handling his grown man business, much like I was for several weeks over the last couple months. And sometimes we got to do it solo so that you guys don't miss out. We're here for you. We love you, which is why we want you to follow everything we do, right? All the social medias, Table Show on Twitter, Spanish Announce Table Podcast on the Facebook, the TikToks at Spanish Announce Table. Please like, share, follow, all of those things. Please go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a donate link. Um, I think merch is coming along the way somewhere. Somehow you can check out the episodes. You can subscribe to the audio podcast or subscribe to YouTube right here. Please do all the things uh, to join us here on Pro Wrestling's Best Podcast. Chat with us live during the YouTube stream, the stream, right? The live stream. I don't know if Tom's watching. I don't know. Not doing grown man stuff. I don't know. But hey, listen. Heard any good promos lately? Jeez. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get to the MJF pipe bomb, we're calling it. I don't even know if I want to call it that. I want to just call it the MJF promo. I don't even want to give CM Punk any credit not a pipe bomb i never really liked that term anyway this promo was exquisite we're gonna cover that as we get into it but it's the spanish announce table episode 385 we are creeping ever closer to 400 getting excited for that getting excited for that man i'm not gonna lie and then uh, double or nothing happened this weekend double or nothing dynamite this week and might have been some of the funnest pro wrestling i i've seen the anticipation up to it was huge uh The pay-per-view might not have delivered as huge, but dynamite made up for anything the pay-per-view lacked. And I can't tell you how excited I am here to talk about it. So I'm just going to go into it. I'm going to kind of go through Double or Nothing and then the fallout to each of these things. um, You know, just to kind of cover it and not have to go like, and then this happened, and this happened, and this happened. I'm going to go through Double or Nothing and follow up with the things that kind of came out of it. You know, the move-on storylines and whatnot through Dynamite. We'll cover that as we go along. And at the end, did you know Hell in a Cell is this weekend? <laughs> it's the WWE pay-per-view. I'm going to make some picks. I may or may not know what's on the card. I've got it pulled up. We'll see what happens. Not the biggest fan of the WWE product right now. I think anybody who's a long-term viewer slash listener knows that, but it's going to be fun anyway. Going to make some Hell in a Cell picks. How excited? Is everybody excited? Everybody excited to join this uh this train with me here. Hop on and, and let's do this, right? I'm excited. I'm very excited. So all right, let's go through it. Double or nothing, the buy-in, right? We had Hookhausen defeating Tony Niece and smart Mark Sterling, right? Look, the buy-in is there to do exactly what this did. It's to get you hyped up, it's to get you kind of like, all right, I'm excited for the night, for the several hours that we're gonna go into. And you know this accomplished that right this hook house thing we talked about it like yeah sure i don't think any of us would have maybe wrote it out on paper we like what's come out of it both these characters we love at least tom and i here do at the spanish Nouns table uh the marrying of this it kind of feels like a booker t goldberg or gold dust excuse me booker t gold dust feel to it uh from back of the day and so you know as long as it, either guy doesn't come out looking terrible on either end, I think we'll be fine here. And, you know, Tony Neese and Smart Mark Sterling aren't doing anything. So, you know, they take the L here and we move on. And the buy in gets everybody hyped, gets everybody happy. And let me tell you, the buy in makes you happy. I know how you can buy in right here to the Spanish announce table, right? You do that uh, by going to SpanishDownstable.net and, and donating through via the PayPal. And also, Uh, as a shout out, since we're talking about buying, let's give a shout out to the sponsor, right? We we like to do a beer sponsor of the week, uh, or you can sponsor in other ways. Uh, And today's sponsor is Nobody. Thank you, Nobody, for giving us money to help keep the lights on and keep the tech rolling here and, uh, you know, pay the producers and and the distribution networks and all that. Uh, Thank
0: you, Nobody for helping us out nobody love you mm. oh, it's a great beer from nobody really appreciate it so if you want to be like
1: nobody donate uh and be the beer sponsor of the week or if you just want to be a regular uh advertising sponsor hit us up tableshow at gmail.com uh, we'll be happy to discuss further with you but we'll get back into double or nothing not the buy-in is over once again thanks. Nobody for helping us out. Mm. Swing a beer for nobody there. All right, Double or Nothing kicked off with MJF versus Wardlow. Now, all right, anybody who's anybody understood the the question mark hovering over AEW Double or Nothing, was MJF going to show? Is he going to is he going to do the job? Is he going to be there? Is he even in the city? Did he hop on a plane? Is he back in New Jersey? Did he quit? Did he get fired? All this news breaking over the weekend, right? Like he's he's disgruntled, nobody's talked to him, he's no-showing a meet and greet. Um I don't know. We there's been a whole lot of this MJF is unhappy in AW discussion online. And I feel like we've all assumed it was worked that it was a bit of a work just because he's the one leaning into it the most. Right. Uh, but man, things really exploded here and he does show up. Right. I think if you, if you watch the show, I hope I'm not spoiling it. You would be dumb to listen to this show if you hadn't watched it first. Cause that's what the show is about, but it, he shows up, he does the job, does a great job, right? Wardlow gets his 10 pounds of flash. He destroys them. Uh, just just brutally murders the guy you know gets all that off his chest and war looks like a million damn dollars thanks in large part to mjf i think it's key to remember so over the weekend things get a little more tense and we're like "Ooh, i think i think everybody with some sense i think of the wrestling industry assumed he was gonna be there but what were we gonna get um and he did the job well there. And Wardlow does great. And Wardlow looks like a million dollars. He even takes on on Johnny Elite. Is that what we're calling him now? Uh, <laughs> Johnny Drip Drip. And, you know, good luck, Johnny. And, and that goes over Wardlow just, you know, sitting there snorting, you know, looking like a New Day Goldberg, you know, but built better, right? I mean, you know, Goldberg was built bigger, but, I mean, it was easier, right? It was just a... He's winning, and he's tough, and nobody can beat him. This had more nuance and storyline. Thanks again. And I'm, I'm going to say the most part, Tim J.F. So now we get to Dynamite. Oh, man. I, I mean, I mean, watching it a little bit behind. I get the text from Tom saying, like, god damn, did you see the promo? And so I got to watch it. I, I pull it up, and you and I listening, watching, you know what it was. You've seen it by now. You can't have not seen it. If you haven't seen it, need to pause this podcast first and go find it on YouTube or wherever or watch it on TV. You have to see it. If you haven't, if you're listening to me now, watching me now, if you haven't seen it, please stop and then come back. All right. Now that you're back, and once again, thanks to nobody for sponsoring the show. Now that you're back, <laughs> holy hell. Who man. MJF is a masterclass in blurring the lines, apparently, because now I don't know where the work and the shoot blends here, right? Nobody knows where this gray area starts and ends. And Man, I hope on everything it's a work because, A, I like being worked. work. It's so fun. It's so fun if this is all a work. If it's a shoot, uh, I think nobody wins here. I mean, MJF might win financially with WWE, and that, don't get me wrong, that's important. That's very important. You, it, to most people, I think it might be the most important thing, whether they want it to be or not, and I, I just think MJF, if he's gone and he goes to WWE, is it the same MJF that we've fallen in love with, and or he's not going to be allowed to be, and so I'm worried about that. And I, I, that's one of the main reasons I hope it's a work is because I don't want to see and witness the fallout if it isn't to work, but I mean, I, oh, I can't tell you how amazing it was. and And we've got some folks who want to talk about it here, uh, on Twitter, uh, Tom. Does the live tweeting and he says, so has there been any good promos lately? Hashtag AW Dynamite. even said that this morning and at Anthony BC says only the best promo since the attitude era. Is this the best promo since the attitude era? I mean, hell, I don't, I, mm, a lot of promos. This is what I think that's going down in history. We're going to talk about this forever because he meant everything he said here, even if it's a work. This guy meant everything he said, from breaking down to the whole, like, you know, not getting paid because he's paying all these XWWE guys to come over. Been a complaint, I think, we voiced here. We're worried about getting away from your from your homegrown stars that really kicked you off, like an MJF. And I think he's right. He's the best in the business. MJF is the best heel in the business. If you're adding up... If we had a Madden ratings, man, I'm giving him a 99 all day. He's so good. So good. So good. Every great storyline that I can think of outside of the Hangman Adam Page storyline was thanks to MJF uh, in, in AEW, I mean, jeez. He's so good. So good. And I, I hope this is a work. I really want this to be a work, but where do we go? Where do we go if it is a work? Where do you think? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, send that on Twitter. We're going to read some of those here on the show as we go through some of these tweets. Uh, as we talk about AEW Double or Nothing and Dynamite. But what, where do you think we go? I don't I don't want Tony Khan on screen as a
0: authority figure. And then, what is, is he a face authority figure? Is he a heel authority figure? Who's in the right here?
1: Ooh, this could get messy. This could get weird. If it's all the work, it's going to get really cool. And I'm excited because, wow, if it's all the work, they let him go. Also, if it's not a work, why do you let him go? (laughs) You know he's going to say some stuff that's not going to make you look so good. And again, if you're not Tony, if you're Tony Conn and you're not prepared to go out there and rebut. You're gonna look a little bit like a like a shithead because MJF's gonna get the last word that a lot of us hear. Interesting to see where this goes. I am super excited about it. But Wardlow stands tall, double or nothing. Uh, you know, he beats up Johnny Elite, you know, Wardlow. I I'm, I'm a little worried. A little worried again, I think MJF built Wardlow. And it's because of the despicable nature of how MJF treated Wardlow for years, years, that we wanted Wardlow to kick his ass so badly. And we've wanted Wardlow to shine on his own. Well, the I'm a meathead who can powerbomb somebody ten times is only going to last a couple opponents, guys. So... That's my worry. What do we do? I'm not saying Wardlow can't handle that. Doesn't have a bag of tricks. Don't know that. That's my worry. Will we see something? This chance to show us. And here we go, right? All right. Young Bucks defeated the Hardys in a match that, I don't know. Did Jeff Hardy get hurt? This, this felt similar to the, like when Jeff Hardy left WWE, like it was like something happened to Jeff Hardy mid-match and he like he didn't leave this time, but he was just kind of like, all i right, right, I'm, I'm kind of here, but I'm not. But then sometimes he showed up and did some moves, so I think he powered through it, but something happened to him there, right? I think they acknowledged that on Dynamite because he wasn't wrestling in that weird multi-man tag they had on Dynamite. Uh, but the Young Bucks, book strong here. Get the get the victory. And the Young Bucks even on Dynamite in that weird mixed tag that I'm referencing. Uh, gosh, the, I don't even know who all was in that again. A whole bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> do I have it here? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they they super kicking everybody and getting an easy pinfall, looking like they're not breaking a sweat, just laughing at the lack of competition. Are we this where we're going are the young bucks the new hot contenders are they going after the titles are we putting them in a big spotlight here or is this just the evps going like hey we want to win today remind everybody who we are right is that pulling back the curtain too much i don't know let me mull that over as i take a a beer provided by our uh, great sponsors
0: nobody nobody thanks remember if you want to be like
1: nobody uh, donate, uh, or sponsor the show or, you know, hit us up gmail.com We'll discuss options. All
0: right.
1: Jade Cargill defended the TBS title over Anna Jay. And this was good, but I also have some complaints. I know. Shocker. So Jade Cargill gets the victory, which of course, right. And look, Jade Cargill is on a different level. Than a lot of these competitors contenders she just just is even at her even with her youth and and inexperience is just a different breed if you will just a different level of competitor and or performer And uh so she gets this but so we make some moves here with the character and her accoutrement if you will Uh, and and i like this this is good right we swap out sterling for stokely hathaway And that's great. I think that fits well. Um, And that's fine. Except, like, it all just happened in a weird way. Like, John Silver just kind of, like, you know, swirlies Mark Sterling, gives him a wedgie or two, and kind of boots him out of the arena, right? Or something, you know, beats him up a little bit. Um, Which is fine, right? Everybody loves that. But, um, and then just Stokely Hathaway kind of just, like, he's now you know, as, as the melee and Susan, like, he's just now the guy. And they're like, Oh yeah, it's your publicist or whatever. <laughs> right? It's just like, okay. But now just Sterling's just gone. Like, I felt like that could have been a story told over a week or two. Right. We didn't need to like, just swoop swap. Hey, look at that. Easy enough. Right. It just didn't make sense. Like Stokely didn't, you know, contractually, you know, weasel Mark Sterling out or anything like that. And then, then we get, you know, Statlander trying to help the faces against the baddies and then the debut of Athena, which is, you know, Ember Moon formerly in WWE. But, and so now we've got this face off of all these faces and the baddies going up against Anna Jay, Statlander and Ember Moon, and they're all in a triple face off. And and that's where my complaint is. This was just so much for this, right? All this could have been played out over time or worked in different ways. Like this just felt like this was like four things that happened right here at once you know what i mean like just all at once just oh and this happened oh and this oh, oh and did you know in this and it just it, it was a little too much if you will it was like wait okay like we moved a lot of chess pieces at once right like traveling the violation right double dribble right all right sports guy reference um but jade cargill and Athena got her little, you know, time with Tony. And we got to hear cut the shit, Tony, you know, which I love. Uh, Jade Cargill is just great. And and this Stokely Hathaway character is a way better fit. And a publicist instead of a lawyer, better fit. Hell, even, you know, let's let Mark Strong be around when she needs a lawyer versus a publicist. Yeah, He can still be on the team, right? I like it. Yeah, and Athena, I, sure. I don't know. I was never wowed a whole lot in WWE as Ember Moon. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying she's bad, but I just, I don't know. I haven't seen anything to make me care yet, so we'll see if that happens here. But I'm a little worried we're going to get the Ruby Soho redo here. All right, House of Black defeated Death Triangle, and Julia Hart finally turned, finally turned and did the Tajiri to to T'Pak, right, with the mist. And couldn't see that coming, huh? Couldn't have seen that one coming. Man, it took them like a month and a half to make that happen. Yeah, I, I think we touched on this on the last episode. I just Both of these groups are like, yeah, okay. Presented well. You get it. Playing the part's fine. But there's no story here. I know they tried with this Julia Hart thing, but again, I think it took a month and a half. We kind of forgot. It's like, oh yeah, Julia Hart. Julia the Blackheart now. I don't know. Maybe Murphy's going to try to date her. <laughs> What's his name now? I don't know. Is it Murphy? I don't know. Whatever, right? Whatever his name is. <laughs> All right. Adam Cole and Britt Baker defeated Samoa Joe and Ruby Soho, respectively, in the Owen Hart Foundation Memorial Remembrance in uh, Honor <laughs> Tournament. A long name for that thing. Um, And I think we we saw this one coming too, right? The couple's there because it's a nice feel while Martha Hart goes out there and does a way too long of a speech. Not to disrespect. I mean, you know. Having the Owen Hart situation and the memorial and a a remembrance and some kind of honor is something I think the wrestling fans have wanted for a long time and they acted as such. The crowd was great. Um, And Adam Cole and Britt Baker, great representatives to stand up there with her. Uh, you know, it's a family feel. I get all that. It was great. I just kind of, in the end, the whole tournament just kind of felt kind of like, great. You know? I don't know. I don't want to, again, I'm not trying to shit talk too much here. Not too much. I mean, we're known to do that a little bit once in a while. But I just, this, the tournament felt like they pulled up lame a little bit to me because of this kind of, I don't know, not just the ending with, it was just, yay, it was the couple we're going to trot out a belt for a little while and then we're going to forget about it. And you know, Hey, if it's an annual thing, maybe it'll get bumped up a little more, but I don't know. I just felt, you know, felt like I was like, all right, cool. And that happened.
0: And it's fine. It happened. You know? All right. Then we got Scorpio
1: sky and Ethan page along with Paige van Zant taking on Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, Frankie, his Uh, Ooh. Ooh, really blurring the lines on this one too, right? Like who's the faces, who's the heels here? And I think they're kind of doing that. They're really trying to turn Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti into just this despicable uh, couple that everybody loves to hate. And they're doing a great job. Even Frankie was like, nah, you guys can get your ass kicked. You guys are annoying. This is, this is dumb. And, you know, uh, just let them get beat up for a little bit. Hey, Anthony Creo is in the chat and he says tournament was meh. And you know what? not wrong oh yeah actually uh even at the rebel trucker chimed in with hashtag tweet the table and said that had to be one of the worst sharpshooters i've ever seen hashtag aw double or nothing uh yeah i think ruby soho put on like a bad sharpshooter if i remember correctly yeah tournament was mad and thanks for joining the chat anthony um tell your friend apache apost- parentheses s yes, right if you got more than one uh, tell your friends, join us out, <laughs> join us, come hang out with us. Uh, Tom is gone. I don't know if you caught the earlier part of the show. It's just me today. Cause Tom had grown man stuff to do. Can't be here talking to the fans. Hey, I'll let you determine who loves you more. Uh, that's up, you know, eye of the beholder, uh, but we're here. We're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio sky, Ethan page, Paige Van Zant, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conte, Frankie Kazarian, uh, really leaning in on that Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti thing and you know he accidentally kicks her you think that comes up you think there's trouble in those waters or are they just going to lean into it worse and be like oh it's okay I understand and make out on TV where do we go with them who now it's great it's a great it's easy heat right not to say that like they're not they're working hard to pull it off but it's easy heat to hate that but how do we turn that into compelling storylines that make me care right like so yes we're going to get somebody to beat them up but like you know, I, I want to see some kind of, maybe a third party comes in and now we've got, is this a little triangle somewhere, right? Like, let's start kind of digging a little more, a little more rough around the edges with this, right? Now that we've established it, we've established nobody likes it. Not even the bad guys like it. Not even the people we don't like don't like it, right? Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert, like, we don't like them, but they don't like it, then they're right there. Like, you know what I mean? This is where ugh, nobody likes it. <laughs> uh, yeah. no. not yeah, yeah, uh, let's see what else happened on AEW, double or nothing. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. I don't know what this was. Tom had mentioned he said Darby Allen's not even on this show, and that was you know, he was upset about that. And well, well here's Darby Allen, but I don't think like this, this isn't what we wanted. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. Um, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly just beats him clean, looking like a polka dotted, like a leopard. He'll look, I know it's cupping, right? Whatever that is. You know, I don't want to sound too ignorant, but like, I don't, I think if I was a performer going out, I, I wouldn't do that. But hey, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly is not me, right? I am not Kyle O'Reilly. We have established that for the show, Kyle O'Reilly.
0: Um, so yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, beat Derby Allen. I don't know if we're going to get a Kyle O'Reilly something out of this. Does anybody care? If we do, Yeah thunder rosa defeated serena deeb to retain the aw
1: women's world title and i think this is where things really got like good this is one of the good things that we really liked i mean i think we liked Wardlow and mjf but uh this match i think delivered what we thought it would be right this would be a wrestling masterpiece these these ladies would give it their all their blood sweat and tears and thunder rosa wins um i liked it you know i think the build was left a little to be desired and so i think we went in just thinking like this is going to be a great match and it was and i like that i don't know who's next for thunder rosa it'd be interesting to to see where we go from that and serena Deeb, because man i love serena deep this you know the what's she calling herself the professor or whatever right like i i just ah yeah like oh, ooh. Blackpool Combat Club needs a female person, maybe? Maybe we get Serena Deeb? Mmm. Mmm. I think that's a good... I think I'm a genius. I think I'm a genius, guys. Ladies, whoever's watching. Non-categorized in the above two. Uh, I'm a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Serena Deeb, Blackpool Combat Club. You heard it here first. Once again, shout out to our sponsor, Nobody. Thanks again to nobody anarchy in the arena. Let's go back out to Twitter here at Katie. The first lady says this match is insane. Hashtag anarchy in the arena. Hashtag tweet the table. And Justin Roberts was right. Shit hit the fan. Uh, love that. Love that interview. I love where he's just like, or not interview, but the intro, right? He's just sitting there and he's like, he's a gentleman. Shit's about to hit the fan. Like, just like, he's like, I apologize in advance. And man, I, I, the thing that will stick out to me forever is that I, I think they accidentally let Moxley's in, intro music play too long. And then when it stopped, I think the, the fans were like, hey, and so they just played it again. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. We got about like six to seven minutes uh, of of Moxley's theme song while they are bloodying each other up. Around the arena. Just anarchy in the arena is right. Um the Jericho Appreciation Society coming out looking like looking like a boy band is <laughs> a great move. Uh you know, this is fine. I think it's good. Uh it is what it was. We expected some blood and guts, if you will, which is where we're headed. And they played that out. And then we move on to Dynamite, where the Jericho Appreciation Society is gloating. He does the AEW Galaxy appreciate us instead of acknowledge us Uh, these guys are killing it the the 2.0 guys in this Jericho appreciation society are just they make me smile every time I see them and then we get Eddie Kingston uh out there with Ortiz and they're like now we're fighting they're cutting Jericho's hair we're gonna get a hair versus hair match Jericho and Ortiz who's losing their hair there
0: Ooh,
1: I think Jericho just got hair plugs right oh look at that yeah, it's an ode to New Jack. Oh, that's right. Yeah, New. Yep. Tom's in here on the, on the chat. He says. uh He says it's an ode to New Jack. Remember when New Jack would fight people during his music playing? That's right. That's right. Recalling the ECW days. That's right. How can I forget? How can I forget? See, this is why we need you here, Tom, here in the Spanish South Table Studios instead of on the chat. I mean, the chat is good. Chats. Chats for the fans, Tom. Chat is for the. For the the customers tom um, <laughs> tom uh good to see tom uh anthony carrillo very good match despite being tired of jericho's goons uh yeah well i'm definitely tired of jake hager right hands up if you're tired of jake hager uh yeah no good and um uh daniel garcia is fine but he's out of place in this which is fine. Like, if he's learning other skills, if he's learning some of those, you know, non-wrestling skills to go with his in-ring repertoire, then good. So maybe it is a good place for him. But the 2.0 guys, I will never be tired of, at least for the foreseeable future. What are their names now? Do they have a tag team name? They need a good AEW Galaxy-esque tag team name. Hit us up, hashtag tweet table if you have uh, a good name for that. Yeah, Anthony Creo's raising his hand there as well, saying uh, he's tired of Jake Hager. Jeez. Once again, shout out to our sponsor, nobody. You could be like nobody. If you want to sponsor the show, uh hit us up, tableshow@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We got a couple ways.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: But yes, uh, so we're gonna get a blood and guts match. We're gonna get a hair versus hair match. Hair versus hair. So Jericho just got hair plugs, right? I, mm, so it's gonna be Ortiz, maybe? But I don't I don't know, Jericho? Jeez, Jericho bald?
0: Because
1: he is balding, right? So I don't know. That should be fun. That should be real fun. All right. The Jurassic Express defended the AEW tag team titles against Swerve in our glory. So Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee uh, and Team Taz's powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Um, ooh, we have some Twitters about these. Let's, let's go back out to the Twitters. And it's at, that's the one we already did, amateur hour over here. Devil Vam says, How the fuck do you let Swerve go? Dude is fire. Hashtag tweet the table. And yes, Swerve Strickland is great. I think Tom said he's the coolest guy in the room last week, and he might be right. uh He's just, he's slick, right? Dude is cool. He seems to be very charismatic. uh Seems to be good at telling some stories in the ring, on the mic. I'm excited for Swerve Strickland uh, to get all the exposure he can here in AEW. And also Devil Vamp said, I don't know why, but I still don't like Keith Lee. I like Hobbs, but not Keith. Please someone tell me why. Hashtag TweetTheTable. And I, once again, we covered this earlier, if you're just joining us, am a genius. So I know why. It's because he doesn't do anything. Like, he does some things. And don't get me wrong, like, he's a big dude. Bigger, than, like even when you see him next to Hobbs, who is a big, big bastard, he's bigger, like doubled up, bigger than Hobbs, and he can still like flip over the top rope and he can do all kinds of cool stuff, and he's strong. But like, it that's not telling me anything. That's akin to the strong man in the three ring circus, right? Like he's picking something up and he's throwing it, and he and. and then he goes, bask in my glory. And we all go, yay. That's why you don't care about him because it's formulaic and it's done. You've seen it already. That's why I'm a genius. I figured it out for you, devil vamp. Use hashtag tweet the table if you've got any more dear abbies right here on the Spanish announce table. But so the Jurassic Express come away winning this. And I don't, I, that one kind of surprised me. I thought we were going to maybe start the breakup, start the. A little divide, and maybe we're seeing that. I think after the big melee, mixed tag match on Dynamite, it looked like Jungle Boy took the L, and and Christian tried to save him from being getting his help from like Luchasaurus, and and even Matt Hardy tried to help, and Christian's like, Nah, you get the fuck out of here. Uh, he's like, I got you. So maybe I'm hoping maybe we're getting that, or maybe I'm just reading too much into that. Uh, I want that to happen. I think they're a little stale now. So I'm surprised they're still the AEW World Tag Team Champions, if I'm
0: being honest with you. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So that led us into
1: the main event. Hangman Adam Page, the savior of our souls, anxious millennial cowboy, defending AEW from CM Punk in an AEW World Heavyweight Championship match. Anthony Creo says Jungle Boy needs a new gimmick Parentheses. (outfit). Yeah, hey, you ever notice when Jungle Boy comes out, and he's got the title on it, it. Looks like he's wearing nothing like but his boots with the fur. Right, he's just got his belt on, looking like he just hopped out the shower and couldn't find his robe. All right, anyway, uh, Hangman Adam Page lost as hard as he could try. Well, maybe to CM Punk, your new reigning. AEW, World Heavyweight Champion. And I called this. I think Tom was in denial last week when we were doing our predictions. And CM Punk is your winner and new champion. And he's going to face Tanahashi, uh, right, uh, at Forbidden Door. Um, Yay. I'm assuming if I'm a betting man in the CM Punk finally returns to wrestling agreement, there was a world title run worked in there somewhere. I don't know. Just take it a guess. I
0: could be wrong. Or
1: Tony Khan thought this is going to be so great. Everybody's going to love it. He's going to come back and I'm going to make him the champion and it's going to work. And this is that. And, you know, maybe he's not entirely wrong. People seem to love CM Punk. And I mean, he's a big name. And so, you know, I'm not discounting that maybe the hangman thing could have ended there. Like, it's a fine time. I am a little upset about the whole claim of it not being a Bret Hart masturbatory uh, performance, you know, like a cover band. And then, um, you know, and then he, they did the whole, like, the whole Bret Hart who did that to him where he, like, didn't hit him with the damn... Uh, yeah, I just, I'm not excited for this. I'd like to see what we do with hangman. I'd like to see him get back into his, what was me? I'm not good enough. I think there's some great storytelling there uh, as long as we don't just try to run it back completely. Um, cause you can go a lot of ways with it. Hangman can get, we can make him a heel out of some of it. We can make him even a sympathetic good guy who doesn't believe in himself again. Anthony Creo says upset after he won despite two botched punk shot lariats yeah yeah and tom says punk is a botch fest in the ring uh piper oh oh yeah it was piper that's
0: right yes it was piper it was piper who wouldn't hit him see it just yeah it was piper versus hard at wrestlemania
1: and it's just that's that's the thing it's like you still did the thing you said you weren't gonna do like hangman poor form poor form hangman i still love you Still toast to you, especially with our, you know, our gift from our sponsor, nobody.
0: Uh still love you, hangman, but kind of let us down, hangman. If you don't feel bad about yourself. Maybe you should think about it.
1: Listen, I'm an enabler in his in his anxiety. I <laughs> ah, would love you, hangman. But yeah, punk is the champion. I don't I don't know. Are you excited? Hashtag tweet table. Let me know. I bet, I bet Katie the First Lady might be excited. If I had to guess, I don't know if she's watching. She'll be listening at some point, I assume. Faithful listener for years. Um, but I do know we have some tweets. Uh, oh, at Katie First Lady. She said, This is surreal. CM Punk main eventing a wrestling pay per view again. Hashtag tweet the table. And that was kind of surreal. Not going to lie. Like, it. it If you removed yourself from that moment and hadn't been following along over the last year or so uh, and you just kind of were flipping through and saw a wrestling fan or something watching, you'd be like, oh, hold on, is it seeing Punk? I thought he was was gone, right? Like, it was a bit of a a moment, right? That's that's not lost on me. Uh, But there is the aspect that Tom was touching on on Twitter where he says, I'm excited for Punk to turn heel in AEW so I can relive Bret Hart matches when he was in the NWO. (laughs) Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, isn't he already a heel, Tom? Tom asked here, he said, do you think he turns heel as a champ in the chat on the YouTube chat? By the way, join us on the YouTube chat as we're doing these live. <sighs> Anthony Creo says, I'm only excited if it leads to MJF beating him eventually. Yeah, I, I don't know. I Yeah, maybe he is turning heel already? I don't know. So we've got a stall here with the forbidden door thing. Unless we get something happening there to further a storyline there. But this is kind of one of those throwaway pay-per-views that the WWE does in Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, Look, kind of like MJF, like, I'm not pretending to watch New Japan, right? So I don't know about you chumps. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're not chumps. Uh, It's just not my thing. I'm not watching it all the time. So I'm I'm not really concerned about this Forbidden Door outside of the aspect of, like, they may debut some folks there or there may be some one-offs. Of past and present stars of other places. So that could be cool. But after that, what are we doing with Punk? Right? Is he is he what Hangman said needs to be saved from? A la MJF could try to save him, but it's too soon, right? Or is it? Or CM Punk only a champion for a month or two? How long? What are your bets? How long? CM Punk, the AEW world heavyweight champion and then dynamite to wrap up one thing happened on dynamite Ooh, Danielson versus punk after forbidden door is what Tom is betting on yeah yep yep they're gonna yes they'll do the handshake like stupid god oh and they'll probably do something Bret Hartish, won't they yeah. oh they'll do something as an homage
0: to Bret Hart versus Sean Mike Are they going to do an Iron Man
1: match? But bet you they do an Iron Man match that has to go into overtime. Called it because I'm a genius. I'm a genius. This is the third time we've, we've discovered it in this show. I'm such a genius that I keep discovering it myself. Three times in the show, that's what happens. They do an Iron Man match. Danielson versus Punk goes to overtime. All right. Um, but Dynamite. One other thing happened on Dynamite that really stuck out to me that I really want to discuss before we move into these WWE Hell in a Cell picks that are going to be exciting because I haven't watched like half
0: of, I uh, think, an hour of WWE in the last couple of weeks. But we saw the return of the Redeemer hero. And
1: I'm still smiling about it. And he's still ready to fight God. He's ready to take God's throne, if you will. And he's lucky that he gets to redeem all these souls en route to finding God. This is, I, I, I was so sad when this went away and I'm so happy it's back and Miro's going to murder some people. And it's going to be so fun. It's going to be almost as fun as when we get those sponsorship
0: checks. From our great sponsor, nobody. Here's to nobody. Thanks, nobody. Hmm. Yeah, Anthony carrillo brought up that Punk is too old
1: for the Iron Man match, and Tom said they'll recreate the screw job. Uh, they're gonna do some stupid stuff like. Uh, maybe Brian danielson stops them. Maybe he says, "No, we're not gonna fucking do that." violence. A character right now is violence and I'm going to violently beat the shit out of somebody. Um, yeah, Anthony Creo says I think Miro lost his steam and I think he did but I think this storyline is unique enough. I think you'll quickly forget when Miro is cutting those great promos, right? When he's talking about uh, his flexible wife and you know how he's going to eat God basically when he finds him He's basically telling God it's on site, and that's amazing. And I can't. I want more of it. I'm ready. I want him on rampage. I want him on dynamite. And I I want him over and over and over. It's gonna be great. All right. What's not going to be great is WWE Hell in a Cell. Um, Did I do that right? I did that right. Right. Did that right. All right. Let me get the card up what I'm doing
0: here. All right. All right. So let's go through it. We've got, uh, I'm right here on WWE.com.
1: So forgive me. This is uh Thursday night second. So if something happens on SmackDown and route to change this card up, I didn't know about it, but I'm going to make some predictions because I am a genius.
0: I think nobody's disputing that. I won't even look in the chat. You guys can say I'm not, but I'm not, I don't care. So jealousy doesn't look good on you. United States championship on the line.
1: Theory, not Austin Theory. Theory versus Mustafa Ali. Both of those names, Mustafa and Ali. Theory versus Mustafa Ali. Um, yeah, Theory's winning this, right? Theory seems to be the chosen, the new protege. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see him maybe stumbling. And maybe Mustafa, but nah, I'm going to say
0: Theory. Theory wins this. But I also don't, like, do. why? Do you care? I just, uh, I don't know how to describe what WWE is anymore. AEW feels like a pro wrestling
1: show, right? Feels like there's pro wrestling matches going on. We get the arena stuff. We get the promos. WWE feels like it's literally, I I know we've likened it to Cirque du Soleil before, but it feels more like that ever ever more than it did before. Where it feels like I'm watching a formulaic circus thing. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, this is is what that feels like. Like, We're getting Theory vs. Mustafa Ali because, you know, that's how the cards shuffled this time and this is what we get. Yeah uh anthony Creo says when did all he return i don't watch wwe i don't know i don't know when he returned a couple weeks ago i think at least enough to set up a match i don't know i i thought he was done with them too i mean he pulled a cody rhodes like than cody rhodes did tom thinks theory's winning i think tom's right
0: Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus The Judgment Day. Um,
1: Judgment Day wins. Judgment Day wins, and Tommaso Ciampa shows up
0: and joins The Judgment Day because fuck it, why not? I don't. I don't know what else to say. I also don't
1: get like why what this Judgment Day thing, the House of Purple. Um, nah. Not buying it. I, I, we didn't get a good enough transformation of Edge going to the dark side to fit it. Like the characters seem to be in the right place. But we didn't get there at the right way,
0: right? Time, maybe? I don't know. Something just feels like it's missing each time. And it just feels like I don't know, it feels like a high school play.
1: You know? Yeah, Thomas the Judgment Day, and they get a new member, right? That's, yeah, that's what I said. I think Tommaso Ciampa, because he he's still alive. Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. I mean, yes, they've done a story here. This one's been playing out. Kevin Owens is like, you're an idiot. What the fuck? Everybody knows what the fuck you're doing, and you guys know what the fuck he's doing. You're just playing in just to piss me off. And,
0: yeah, it's great. I think it's, mm, maybe kevin owens wins
1: i want to say ezekiel wins because they love to like just ha ha honk honk kevin owens got a fucking you know traffic cone up his ass and ezekiel still wins even though everybody knows it's fucking elias shaved um you know <laughs> jesus looking like he's cosplaying the ultimate warrior i don't
0: <sighs> yeah
1: i don't know tom says elias wins. do you think ezekiel wins or does Elias win? Huh? Can he grow that beard back in a couple of days? <laughs> he come out with a—he should come out with a fake beard, and then be like, "I'm Elias." <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, have a fake beard and be like, "I'm Elias." And it, and then Kevin Owens flips his shit, and he's like, "Like you're not fucking Elias. Like, like you are Elias, but you're Ezekiel." And it's a fake beard. So you're saying you're Elias again, even though you were Ezekiel without the beard. And he's like trying to pull the fake beard, which is just like on a string, right? Like make it obvious and like have him lose his fucking shit. And he sings a song with the fake beard. And then we get the fight and he, you know, Elias wins and fucking puts the fake beard on Kevin Owens and holds him up, whatever. And then the next day, Ezekiel's back and he's like, yeah, Elias had to have a plane. He's out. Nailed it. Fucking genius. A little bit of help from Tom. Fucking genius. All right. Elias playing guitar in the ring. This is Anthony Carrillo in the chat. Says Elias playing guitar in the ring was such a great gimmick. WWE really knows how to screw stuff up. Fucking hey, Man, they know how to screw stuff up. Just that exact thing, right? They just don't know what to do. They really don't. Like, they can't get out of their own way sometimes. Everybody loved that. It wasn't dead yet. Like it needed maybe some sprinkling of things. It needed to lead to something instead of just being the, the stick every time. But we liked the stick. We just needed it to tie to something to give us a story. And that's, that's all that was missing from that. Not that it needed a whole overhaul into this Ezekiel thing.
0: I don't know. It's whatever. WWE, what are you going to do? Mm-mm. That's what's gonna happen. He's
1: gonna come out as Elias with a fake beard. He's gonna fucking sing the song. Kevin Owens is gonna flip out and be like, No, you're not fucking Elias, you're Ezekiel. He'll be like, I oh, thought you said we were the same guy, so now you're saying we're not the same guy, and then he's like, No, fuck you, you know what I mean? And and then they fight. Oh. Bobby Lashley versus almost an MVP in a handicap match. And I don't Bobby Lashley wins this. I I don't even know why we're doing this either. Um Unless MVP's there to just screw over almost. Yeah. It should be him and Boog in a guitar battle, Thomas says. Hey. Um, yeah. The Bobby Lashley thing. Bobby Lashley wins. It looks like the Almighty. Uh, man, again, almost I man, they sure know how to get in the way of things. This guy <laughs> can't be Featured too much right now because he's still like
0: you know he still needs some work, but what they're doing a right he's looking a little ridiculous right now. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um. Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair,
1: Asuka, Becky Lynch. Triple Threat match. <sighs> Bianca Belair wins. I don't know. I don't. I don't see them giving it to either one I don't know I think anybody can win that's the whole point of
0: these WWE things and that's why it sucks anybody can win anybody could win and nobody should right anybody can win and nobody should like fucking god I just, uh, not good Tom says almost wins the handicap match almost an MVP great <laughs>
1: uh but what about that women's title huh i know you're dying to see that tom no you're dying to see that i know you're dying to see bianca Belair win because she's gonna stand there and she's gonna be like fucking waving the belt over and be like i'm that bad bitch right whatever and you know in the est and then we get to cody rhodes versus seth freaking rollins and we give seth rollins the credit right the line about you know you can't you can't sledgehammer to the throne and then come back, try to take that throne from me. Um, you sure, you
0: know, whatever. Like that was good. That was fine. Um, but there's not much back from Cody because, you know, there
1: isn't much substance to Cody. Um, so I just, I, you know, I want Seth Rollins to win and Cody is going to win. I think WWE is making the play to Cody. That is the right play to make in that anybody they want to give the message to anybody in AEW now that like, hey, if you come over here, you're not getting buried. You could be an event player. Right? Like, because I think we understood at first AEW was number two. And so it was one of those like, yeah, hey, you might go and make some money at WWE, but like you're going to be chasing the 24-7 title round, being IC champion. Well, it may not be the case now. At least WWE's saying, saying, like, look what we did with Cody Rhodes. Look what we're going to do with MJF when he comes over. And so it may not be a bad play. Cody Rhodes wins. I mean, he's got some fame, some notoriety on the mainstream a little bit now. He's the prodigal son. Um, Seth Rollins does these kind of jobs. Well, Cody Rhodes wins, right? In the hell in a
0: cell. Makes Cody Rhodes look like a million dollars. He bleeds a little bit. easy money tom said
1: that's the title of the episode and i don't know what he's referring to you have to hit me back up there tom in the chat and we encourage all of you to join the chat as well spanish announce table uh live streams here on the youtube uh tom says cody wins and he spells mjf in the air post
0: match
1: (laughs) Uh, see that's something the cm punk would do right uh in in his match i don't know wwe hell in a cell like i think cody rhodes will win and i think that's fine right cody rhodes is a main event level player wherever he's gonna go he's gonna be in the main event and that's fine And they're gonna push him now because he's the new shining toy and seth rollins this character is well built to take losses because he's delusional and he's full of himself and doesn't get reality a little bit and so if he loses, he can still go around and be like, I deserve this title shot. And people will be like, no, you don't. And they'll be like, kick you in the nuts. And they're like, all right, now we're going to fight. Right? So it doesn't really hurt him too much. Right? <laughs> exactly how it goes. Exactly how it's going to play out. Well, I guess I'll wrap it up. I mean, this is a little early. I know like, you know, so we're only about 50 some minutes in and, you know, sorry. Could have been a little bit longer. Um, but I don't have Tom here to bounce off of back and forth. Normally we would have, I would have a friend. We need you. We need you guys as friends. Like Anthony Carillo joined us and was our friend here in the show. And we appreciate Anthony for that, being our friend. And we need more friends. We need more friends and we need more
0: sponsors. Like nobody who sponsored this show this week. Nobody. But Helena in a Cell doesn't have to bring you down. All you got to think about. That fucking promo. That MJF promo. How great.
1: I want to end talking a little bit more about that. How great was it? Tell me. Is it top five for you? Top ten? So good. So heartfelt that, again, like I said, even if it's a work, he felt everything he said there. He wanted to say that. Meant to say that. uh, And it's just... It, it was so fun. Oh, Tom said anyone can win and no one should. Is that, yeah, that could be the, the episode title. Ah, MJF deserves to win. MJF deserves all the money he's asking for. <laughs> Look, I don't know about contract negotiations and put all that aside. I'm no lawyer like smart Mark Sterling, but MJF is probably my favorite in the game right now. I mean, he's so good. Best promo since the Attitude Era, says Anthony Carrillo. And man, I can't I can't think of what else I appreciated more. Like I i don't know. I remember watching so I remember here's moments in wrestling that I remember all time. Uh yeah, Devil Vamp says they took his merch down and removed him from the roster. Yeah. That happened quick. So I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like that could be playing into a work as well. It's not I don't want to say it's easy to do. Um to go online and turn those kind of things off but it's not it's not super difficult to do for an organization like that if you know what i mean so um but mjf i so all right so here's here's the things i remember as like all-time moments that i'll remember from my life right i remember watching hogan slam audrey see that's how old i am right i'm 13 years old uh Ooh, he says hot take. The better wrestling promo was from Miro, not MJF, that night. Miro's promo, fucking amazing. God, it was so amazing, so amazing. And Devil Vim says, but a great work. Yeah. Oh, if I, I want all this to be a work, a so I can keep watching MJF and AEW, and two, so so that you know, what I mean,
0: this doesn't end. I like this. Um. Uh. uh all right. So the moments. Hogan. I remember
1: I remember the Iron Man match, right? I remember Dash at the Beach. Right. I remember the Hogan turning. Um gosh, I remember The Undertaker losing, the streak ending. Right? These kind of moments where you're like, Oh, I was there watching it as it happened. This is gonna be one of those. Um I was even a little behind, but all I got was a heads up of like, holy shit, did you see the promo, right? A couple minutes behind. Um but just so being kind of in the fervor of it happening. it's just I, I I man. It might be. I mean, I remember watching the pipe bomb. I remember watching that. This is a top five moment for me. I don't want to let recency bias creep in, but it could be a top five to ten moment for me of all time in wrestling of like that moment like watching when when something happened that maybe wasn't supposed to, or at least made you think that. And uh and it was so great that that's what I want to end on is remembering that um, uh, that MJF promo and just how fucking livid he was and I hope that's not the last we see of MJF and I hope it's not the last we see of you in the YouTube chats to the Devil Bamps Anthony Creos to the Tom I hope it's not the last we see of you either uh, if you're good enough this week I'll let you back on the show um, next week know what i mean we'll talk about it we'll have a discussion you know we'll have a uh, we'll have h r in the room and we'll talk about it uh ooh mankind off the cell yep i remember what that i remember that yep mm-hmm yep, yep see that's what i'm saying like it's somewhere anywhere in the four to maybe eight range maybe this m d f promo and of course over time we'll see right like we we'll, it, it we gotta let it sink in over time to see how impactful maybe it was right uh but goddamn, one of the most heartfelt speeches of emotion i've ever seen anybody in decades if not all my entire life so on that we'll leave it with as tom said in the chat see you next week pal
0: the spanish announce table